Welcome to Thursday on the Bible Idiots Podcast. No apology with the Bible Idiots. As soon as we get any kind of funding, we're going to be able to change that officially. Until then, it's just a figment of our imagination. (laughs) You still need to get the Bible Idiots Podcast by searching Bible Idiots wherever you get content or by going to BibleIdiots.com. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. We've been married for 36 years. We've been in broadcasting. Well, I've been in broadcasting coming up on 40 years next fall. Oh, I know. Come yeah. September, I'll have spent 40 years on and off in broadcasting. I started when I was 16 years old. Yeah. You're like, Chris, are you 56? <gasps> You're a math genius. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's joined me about 15 years ago, and we've been doing the Chris and Emily show on and off ever since. Syndicated. 15 dip- years? Because it feels like a lot longer. Maybe than it's that. closer to 20. I don't know. <laughs> I'm making this up as I go here. I do know that we had some you really good. You sounded like such an wise sage I know. there for a while. If you say something really confident, people will be like, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was Chris once. Chris is smart. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. He is. <laughs> I joke. All you got to do is have confidence in people. That's why they call it a con man. It's a confidence man. You know, you can say. Oh, is that what that word comes from? You didn't know that that came from confidence. You are such a wise sage. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Anyway, we've been doing radio a long time together, syndicated in different markets. We've had some good success, and this podcast is a act of love. We're volunteers wanting to do this content. I'm the now the senior pastor of the premier America's premier small town. Come as you are church mm-hmm. bible believing covenant partnerships we're living for jesus here in the in the middle of america in the prairie lands and emily well she's emily and she <laughs> what does that mean well you're you you're yeah. you're like one of the best writers one of the best thought people she has a huge facebook following she has a contagious laugh and well, when she wants to, she can cook a mean ham dinner. Although she didn't this last Sunday, if you listen to Monday's podcast. No, so. I didn't. But you know what I did? What did you do? I had a revelation over the weekend. Was it you're going to go back and do more speaking at women's conferences? Because no, she used no. to be a dynamite women's conference speaker, but then she decided, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I was on the couch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we call that happy place. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was watching TV with you. Oh, what happened? Uh, you were watching your Formula One stuff. Yeah, okay. Racing, any yeah. kind of racing. And this the, happened to be Formula One. It's all lost on me, but I know millions and billions of dollars change hands in order to bring Formula One racing. I know that it's a big deal, and it's Worldwide. pretty amazing. Worldwide. Uh, but one of the guys on there, an owner, obviously, um, was talking about drivers that they were considering dropping versus picking up some other drivers and some of the drivers were so good no one could conceive that they would ever drop that driver because it's a winning driver and so on but he said something he said you know you're so cute when you think you know about racing but anyway continue i know it's cute when i try yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh but this this is what stuck out to me all right you know because what you what's important to you is important to me so, i know so i try that's why i go to the pottery barn world <laughs> championships or whatever it is you call it anyway continue with your racing knowledge yeah. emily uh I totally lost myself. Where was well, it? Drivers, oh, he said. Drivers that are not supposed to be let go owner. get let go and others are not yeah. available. And you were very generic. So let's yeah. get specific. So he's talking about just managing these finances. And the only difference between him and me, I realized, is that how many zeros come after the number that's that he's it. talking Everybody about. Everybody puts their pants on Mine one leg at a time. Mine is usually one zero if I'm lucky. Yeah. Uh, but well, his... sometimes two. <laughs> God has blessed. That's true. That's yes. true. Cannot complain. But his have, you know, like four, five, six zeros after. Right. But he said something very interesting. He said, you know, if I, 
if I could just have all the money in the world and money were no obstacle, it would be much easier. Yeah, they needed sponsorship to sign a certain driver. They didn't have enough, even though they were multi-gazillionaires. I get it. (laughs) Multi-gazillionaires. But the struggle is still the same. It's exactly the same. And God has really ordained it. And, And I realized when I'm listening to this guy that when I have those thoughts of life would be so much more simple if I just had more zeros in my checkbook, I realized, Emily, you are, this is all spilled champagne. And I love that phrase. It's a phrase, Chris, I think you came up with it. I don't know if I heard it from somebody or if I coined it myself, but we've used it for years. Instead of, you know, crying over spilt milk, it's, you know, don't cry over spilt champagne. In other words, things are really, really well for you. So we're all familiar with that phrase, there's no use crying over spilled milk. You know, milk was an important part of life and Mm -hmm. you spill it, but it's like, it's done. There's nothing you can do. Crying about it now doesn't help anything right and so that was the point of that phrase but we took that phrase and we twisted it just a little bit and we call things spilled champagne and what we mean by spilled champagne is we're starting to whine and complain about things that aren't spilled milk they're less important than spilled milk you're you're at you're at an elite level uh, of doing something, you're at a celebratory level that very few people get to. You have the champagne glass, you spill a little right. bit, don't whine about it. Well, and very few people realize that that is where they are because our blessings oftentimes can very quickly turn to our complaints. And I remember years ago, I think this was like either one of the first times that we used it, or it's just one of those times that really stuck in my memory. And that was, Chris, you and I, whatever day of the week it was, we forgot to get the garbage can down to the end of the street for the Mm -hmm. garbage man to collect the garbage. Yeah. That changed, that always changed my entire week. And it was difficult and it was frustrating. And I remember you telling me, Emily, you got to sit down, you got to blog. And so I'm trying to do my work and I'm just frustrated over this garbage being overflowing. Mm -hmm. Because pretty soon that means I have to change what I'm going to cook because I was going to make tuna casserole, but that means that I'm going to have an empty box. I'm going to have an empty Or we're going to have it piled out on the curb and then that's going to bring varmints. So I'm going to have a roast instead because there's less throwaway. And it's just a big inconvenience for a full week. Mm -hmm. But then as I'm going through my week, I realize, yes, this is spilled champagne. Because even though my garbage is overflowing... Um, it's because I have a lot of stuff. It's because I have enough food to eat. It's because I can go to the store. It's because I have these things that I need. And so worrying about that garbage was just, that's just spilled champagne. And you end up feeling really ridiculous about it (laughs) and i'm feeling really ridiculous about it again as we head into spring uh it's garden planting time yay Mm, normally 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 i'm pretty excited about spring and planting and doing all that you know getting my hands in the dirt and this year i'm really not i'm kind of dreading it and i don't really even know why maybe it's just because i'm (laughs) over 50 and I've done it so many years in a row now yeah. that I'm kind of like, I'm kind of dreading 
all the work, you know, that it's going to take. And last night, okay, I'm bringing this full circle now, full circle now, as or not last night, it was last Saturday, I think it was, as you were watching that Formula One. And, and that rich man said that if only he had more money, life would be better. Mm-hmm. I realize as I'm kind of dreading this gardening season coming, uh, it's just another situation of spilled champagne mm-hmm. i am crying over spilled champagne and my blessings have become my complaint i have a big beautiful yard that i can put a garden a lot of people don't have that mm-hmm. i have the ability to garden some people don't have that <laughs> i have a husband who really likes those garden veggies and, yeah and so there's a lot of blessing i like there that beets I'm now yeah and i don't know why that's but a I... miracle i know that's that's literally a miracle <laughs> he eats beets. Well, let's go back to the Formula One thing for a second. Just because you have a great analogy, your journey throughout this was great. I've got a couple of scriptures I want to add to that. Awesome. But I will say this, because you don't know what you were watching, but you were just with me. You were yes. on your phone. We had popcorn. It was a great night. And you, you didn't mind me finishing my documentary series uh, that I was watching before we flipped it over to something that you wanted to watch. You were watching a man who worked for the rich man. He wasn't the rich man himself. And the rich man had given him a budget and they needed more funding. And the rich man wasn't going to give him any more than what they already have. There's I'm only betting. There's only so many so many dollars you can throw down the racing hole before yeah. even rich men say enough's enough. So he needed sponsorship to get the driver he wanted. But my point still stands. Your point still and stands. I'm willing to bet that that guy who works for the rich man is still a richer man than me. <laughs> I'm thinking he makes more than someday, the pastor in Kansas. Someday, Emily, you'll get to that third zero. <laughs> I know you I don't can. even need a third zero, yeah. honestly. Yeah, no. Here's the I'm thing. happy with two. I, I want to end with some scripture, but I also want to parlay on what Emily just said and just say this. There are only three levels in life. There are only three levels in life when it comes to finances and resources. There's more than enough, just enough, and not enough. And that's it. There are none. And when the rich man says, you know, why do you need more when you have absolutely everything? Well, Rockefeller said it best. They said, how much is enough? And he said, just a little bit more. Yeah. Just a little bit more. You can find ways to use it, definitely. There is a yeah. church right now that has a $10 million budget, and they're really hoping that God blesses and they get $10 million in. There's another church that has a $100,000 budget for the year, and they're hoping that God blesses yeah. and they reach their budget. Both are doing the same kind of work for the Lord. Yes. They're just in different positions with different staff, different needs, yep. those types of things. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 3, 20 through 21 says, now to him who is able to do a measure me more. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try again. Okay, back up. <laughs> and measure memorably more. <laughs> For he who is able to enunciate, he will keep a paid job in broadcasting. To the others, not so much. All right, Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. That is awesome. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you today that Chris gave me another little blunder that I can affectionately find adorable in him and tease him the rest of the night. And pick at for the next 36 <laughs> to 48 hours. 
thanks. Thank you, immeasurable. Yes, on behalf of my best friend and highest critic, Emily, (laughs) my name is Chris. You get into the Word of God today and you go and serve your king.